Hello, and welcome to the Emerald Podcast Network. My name is Sarah Rosa Davies, and I'm Associate Podcast Editor at the Daily Emerald, and welcome to another edition of our Bachelor Podcast. This is week five. How are you guys feeling about week five in general? I'm pumped. (laughs) Yeah, feeling pretty good. So this week was kind of another eventful week. We didn't get a rose ceremony. There was a lot going on. What were the highlights of the episode for you guys? Him and Cassie's date, just because I love Cassie. Also, Heather's first kiss was literally, I was like sitting near like all my friends and like they don't really watch it as, yeah, they don't really watch it. And so, and I was catching up on it actually. I watched it on Hulu the next day. And so I was like waiting, waiting, waiting. I was like, come on, she needs her first kiss. It's a perfect moment. And he wasn't doing it. And then he finally did it. And I was like, I literally screamed. I was like, thank goodness. Because I was, I was waiting for that. <laughs> It was so awkward, too, beforehand. It was so Well, they also edited it to make it really... I mean, it was, Yeah. but with the music and the... Oh, God. But it was so funny because she wanted it so bad. You like, she tell. was, like, looking at her and she... Well, also, he, she literally said, she was like, I want my first kiss to be him. Like, I feel so ready. Yeah. Now I actually wonder what her actual job is because they focus so much on, like, never being kissed. Mm-hmm. And then... Now when she talks, what are they going to... Was it just going to say has been kissed? It does. Yes, it, it says does. has been they kissed. They changed it to say has been kissed. And we were like, ooh. <laughs> but yeah, no, you could really tell she wanted it so bad the whole time. And she kept like leaning into him and like mm-hmm. looking up at him. And it was like, she was like practically like tilting her head towards him. Like, kiss me, kiss me. And then he finally did. And it was like, oh my God, finally. Yeah. That was awesome. I don't think their chemistry matches any of, like, the chemistry that, like, him and Cassie have, though. Mm -mm. No. I was going to say, Heather's not one I'm, like, super into. Like, I'm not rooting for her. Like, yay, she got kissed now. But what chemistry do they have? Like, him and Cassie, can we talk about that date? Yeah, that was insane. Well, also, a really interesting part of their date was how she, like, came out and said how she was scared of the way close extended members of her family and also friends would find out that she's not a virgin. Cassie said that? Yeah. I missed that. Yeah, she was talking about how at their dinner, after their date, she was, like, asking him how he dealt with the backlash of being a virgin because, like, I mean, I don't feel like that's something a lot of people know about. (laughs) Like, it's not like, you know what I mean? That's not something you go and tell, like, your uncles and aunts or whatever. So it was really interesting that she, like, was like, my family's going to find out. I don't know. It was kind of interesting. It was a weird, I don't know. I was just, like, interesting that she was so worried about it. She was struggling to articulate how she felt, which is understandable, but you could tell she was struggling to say it. And it was kind of an awkward moment where we were kind of like, what's your point? You know, and then right. it was kind of like her trying to relate to him and having to explain his sex, his Do you lack of sex life. Said? To like, no. Okay. It was interesting because Hannah Kanick, uh, fellow emerald I, a fellow emerald staffer she's a news reporter and i were talking about the episode in the office earlier and she was talking she was like oh just wait until you get to cassie's date because there's a part of it where she just like can't string together words yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that was it yeah and she, becca i mean not becca hannah thought she was drunk oh yes was drunk. yes hannah did say that. i watch it every week with hannah and so hannah did Maybe. say that I mean, very. It's very possible because they do give them a lot of champagne and wine to drink while they're sitting around. I gotta imagine what it's like being being on the show, being someone who's sober. Like, I don't think I'd want to go on it if I were sober, or yeah. like not not someone who drank. No, yeah, yeah. It would be well, rough. and it was funny too because 
the entire, I mean, if their date took up 20 minutes of the episode, the whole first 15 minutes was just them making out. It was <laughs> true. So was, there was so funny. much It was out. too much, I think, from the editors and stuff. Yeah. But I, I was, like, watching it in the office, and I kept kind of, like, every cool time I, I'd, like, look back, and they'd be making out, and I'd yeah. be like, okay, I'm time to, like, pull up the Emerald website. <laughs> Do something else, please. Yeah. yeah. Cassie did, um, she posted, I think on Instagram it was, that it was really funny. She posted a picture from their date and was like, I promise we did more on our date than just make out. Wait, <laughs> like, I'm going to go look right now. It That's was so, so funny. funny. One of the girls that I was watching it with found it. And I was like, honestly, I was wondering if they really did anything else other than just make out the whole time. So do you guys think Cassie, based on kind of that chemistry, that at least physical chemistry that her and... Colton had. Do you think she's a front runner? Who who are the front runners now at this point? I absolutely think Cassie is, just because. Well, I think also their chemistry, but also I have mentioned a few times how I've like got, done some like bachelor research and like the way you can tell like kind of who's the winner, and it's always like someone who's like one pretty out of the drama, two wasn't super like filmed a lot at the beginning, but her opinion was always valued. Like the music in the background. Just stuff like that, like the way they edit it is always like kind of a little bit telling. That on top of, I've said it before, but I said it like way at the beginning when we didn't even really know the girls at all. I think that she's like a really genuine person between from her job and the way she just acts around people. I love her and I want to be her best friend. So I think that like they definitely will end up together. But besides her, I think... I still think Hannah G is going to go really far. I think he still finds her insanely attractive and is still really attracted to her. So I think Hannah G is going to at least make it to hometowns. Yeah, they just haven't they haven't had as much um, time together, like alone time. I think yes. they showed mm-hmm. some next week of them having some more. Right? Well, because yes. they had that one-on-one and then she like didn't go on a date. And then he was like, because I'm so confident in our relationship. But yeah, yeah. they haven't seen each other mm-hmm. in a while. Yeah. I honestly feel like Tasha is going to make it to home. Thank you. Okay, that's I was yeah. looking up. I forgot her name, but they have absolutely, a lot of chemistry. I think. Yeah, they yeah. do, and I think she's adventurous in a way he likes. Mm-hmm. And I think there's yeah. a lot about her. She also cares for the other girls in a house mm-hmm. in a nice yeah. way. That's like pulling them out of the drama and being like, "You're okay." Yeah. The way she handled the drama um, between Nicole and Anika was really. Good. It was really something. Yeah. I, yeah. That drama just, like, had me, like, clenching my fist the whole time because as someone who cries a lot and is just, like, an emotional person, I totally felt what it was like to be Nicole Mm -hmm. and to, you know, to feel like someone else, not like she's out to get you, but to, like, be mislabeled as this thing you're not because you're vulnerable. Well, also, that completely was not Anyika's, like, place. Even slightly, they're obviously, like is like nothing wrong with Nicole like she's just being emotional this is like an emotional experience and she's all emotions are super valid and like I think that as much as Anyika was saying she was looking out for Colton she so was not she was definitely looking out for herself um yeah yeah Yeah, and I think that if Elise because you know she played it off that Elise told me this right so it was obviously important but I think that if Elise really felt like she would have said Colton needed to know this, she would have said something in her 30-minute goodbye to him. Yeah, can we talk about that? I forgot that mm-hmm. was in this that episode. That was really sad. I am so sad. Yeah. I was such an Elise fan. I was too, but then she was like, well, I just can't stand seeing him kiss other guys. I'm like, then why did you audition and get you, this far in The Bachelor? That's what you signed up for. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, I loved her. I honestly didn't think she was going to win. But okay. I do, like, I think that she was, like, one of the most genuine people in the house. And I think that her presence is, like, not being there anymore is going to, like, affect everyone. I read an article in, I think, some some culture website. They were talking about how she kind of served as, like, she was, like, older than him. She served as, like, a way for... Like, first of all, Colton to, like, talk about his charity work, a way for them to show his charity work and also, like, Mm -hmm. show that he's a really nice guy and, like, cares about a lot of different things and also show that he could date an an older woman. Hmm. Like, that's what the producers at least used her for. And Hmm. I thought that was interesting that she was like, yeah, obviously not going to make it to the end, but she was there for a purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Even though, like, she definitely is, like, she kind of knew what she was getting herself into. I feel like once you're in it, like, they're five weeks in. They have no contact to the outside world. Like, they're with all these girls. Like, so much drama. They're up so late at night. Like, it's an exhausting experience. So, I think, like, it definitely probably was more than just, like, seeing him kiss other girls. Oh, totally. And I, like, so value the fact that she was like, I know this isn't good for me. And I know that if we do end up together at the end of this, it won't be a solid relationship. And, like... That is not what I want with anyone, let alone you. Mm, that's so mature. Yeah, you amazing. <laughs> like, I was like, I'm really sad for her, but, like, so happy for her as well. Yeah. It was weird how Colton was acting. Like, he was like, I'm so heartbroken about it. And I was like, are you? Because it doesn't seem like you are. Yeah. I think that he will miss her a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I really do think, I really do think that her leaving really did affect him. And especially seeing how he was... You know, not necessarily in the moment of her saying goodbye, but after that he was still talking about it and still like, I'm emotionally exhausted from having to say goodbye to Elise. And I'm like, that's fair. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think, I don't know. I I think the way they edited it was so weird to make it seem like Elise leaving was the reason he was like unsure in the other relationships Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. as like, if you know, like, which is kind of the whole thing that jumpstarted that is Nicole here for the right reasons. Mm. Like it... (sighs) Elise was in it for the right reasons. It just didn't end up working out for her. So right. I that that editing was weird to me that they inferred that Elise leaving was like this catalyst mm-hmm. for like him to like get second guess his relationship with like some of the other women. It yeah, was. I, I feel like sorry. Um, I feel like it was kind of just like he had to like he felt so confident in Elise that when he was so sure that that one was gonna last and was gonna go like pretty far. And then when she left and that didn't last very long, he was like, have I been, you know, like miscalculating this whole process type thing and just felt unsure in himself and his like evaluations of his relationships. From the way they portray Colton, he seems like a nice guy, but they could also do that with every main person in the show, whether it's The Bachelor or Bachelorette. I don't know. This is my first season. Do they do that? No, I don't think so, because I think that a lot, I actually, this is my second season of The Bachelor, so I'm not, like, that deep into it, but, like, from people who have talked about previous seasons, there are definitely bachelors who people hate. They're, like, I don't even know why this person's on the show. Like, obviously such, like, a not awesome guy, um, but I think, I don't know, I think Colton definitely probably is, like, a nice, genuine person. I think he's also, like, pretty young and, like, probably a little confused. And yeah. <laughs> he seems thoughtful about his confusion, though. Like, every time he's confused, he's like, I've just got to think. And I'm, like, also, like, okay, that reminds me a lot of guys. Well, it's so funny because, like, because, <laughs> like, all of his, like, confusing, like, emotional moments, I'm, like, I same. <laughs> I'm, like, literally same. I feel you. <laughs> like, I'm just as confused. 
I thought it was great that Elise got dressed up to the nines to go say goodbye to him and was marched like, yes. down there. I was confused. Well, she was already sitting down in the dress mm-hmm. before Hannah came back and Hannah coming mm-hmm. back is, oh no, Heather, sorry. Heather, yeah. yeah. And Heather's coming back is what triggered her, I think, to, or think really, like really pushed her. I think she time. knew. And then, yeah, when Heather was talking about it, she was like, I really, like, I can't do any more of this. I can't sit through mm-hmm. this anymore. And she got up, marched down his room like full hair, full makeup, like it was a rose ceremony, and was like, "Goodbye, Colton." Weren't they getting ready for a rose ceremony? Though? I don't know. No. no. Why was she in a dress? She, I the, think she was the only I one had, dressed up, and she was also wearing a white dress. And a lot of people were like, "She's in a wedding dress." <laughs> <laughs> it was a really pretty dress, yeah. but everyone was just kind of sitting around the living room and listening to Heather, and everyone was in like sweats and glasses, yeah. and you know their hair up in ponytails. And then Elise comes and sits down with her hair in this like beautiful updo and. Like full face of makeup and, and they're all like so the long dress and <laughs> can we talk a little bit about the the setting for this episode Thailand uh, how does it play into what happens I thought about the Survivor date and how they brought back ha- back hamburgers and like Colton just like looks at them and that was great yeah also like one of them made a slug. and it kind of also again perpetuated that like Asian food is gross mm-hmm. food stereotype yeah yeah. I think that they presented it a little better this Mm -hmm. time because even if obviously them saying that the food that they hadn't tried was gross or whatever is so completely not okay because, you know, like people's food, you can't just say that. (laughs) It's not part of a culture that they know. But I think it is fair to say that them being adventurous and trying these new foods is like what they what they're doing and like also yeah. just eating a slug from the forest is pretty adventurous um what so Colton's i thought looking for a girl i know a <laughs> and so i think that like in that sense them like going to places that they're not familiar with and doing things that they're not necessarily uncomfortable with maybe they're uncomfortable but also like continuing to be unfamiliar with um is like a cool or not cool that's not what i meant to say at all is a good date <laughs> is yeah hannah steinkoff frank who's a emeraldite and former former staffer at the emerald and ethos who graduated my freshman year she wrote an article about she was interning in chicago i think this last summer and she wrote an article about going to a bachelor casting as a skeptic and kind of wrote about this experience of like talking to women and what it's like to audition for The Bachelor. And it was really interesting to see the type of women who go on the show. Mm-hmm. And they some of them, like, had reasons about, like, getting a social media following. But then some also were like, we want love and it's been hard to find love. And mm-hmm. she talked to the casting director and the casting director, like, really firmly believed in the show's, show's like, I guess goal of like bringing people together Mm -hmm. who knows if it actually does that or serves that purpose because like not many couples have worked out from the show but it's interesting it's just interesting to see especially this episode i think it shows that they're all kind of like bold personalities Mm -hmm. oh for sure they're not just like oh for sure they're ditzy in some ways but they're also they're bold (laughs) no they are they are and you know when elise was saying goodbye to colton i was kind of surprised that some of what was said made it to the final show in the way that she was talking about how like kind of how messed up this is that that we're here and there's all these women here who are dating you and you've had 
a tiny bit of alone time with me and you expect me to accept a proposal yeah. in a couple weeks, in like three weeks. She's like, what? I can't do that. And well, I was like, this is kind of calling out the show's premise. It's interesting, though, it's because kind of meta. Again, like I haven't watched all of the shows, but isn't it? Isn't it just like it's not a rule that you have to propose at the end? Like, it's just like kind of the idea that you're staying together because I feel like there have been people that are like, I'm not ready for a proposal, but I'm ready for something serious. From my research that I've done, there have been proposals, but then people have like not like have, for instance, like called off the engagement, but like also stayed together. That's oh, okay. what I've understood. I think that there's an expectation that the last episode there will be a proposal mm-hmm. or you leave empty handed. Like if you're going to stay with someone, then you propose to them and then you just have like a three year engagement where like you actually have a relationship. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. Well, yeah, that's but, the idea. Like, yeah. Outside of like cameras being around you all the time. Yeah. It just seems so weird to me. And I think that's why I'm concept. so, yeah, I think that's, again, like, why I'm so interested in the show now is because it's, like, watching it, I can't help but, like, wonder. Yeah, wonder, yeah. I would never audition for something like that. I, I'm too curvy. <laughs> no! Oh, my <laughs> gosh. That's I a whole have... other topic. <laughs> yeah. yeah, everyone looks the same in some way. So we didn't have a rose ceremony at the end of the episode. It's said to be continued. So what do you think is going to happen? I'm pretty positive that this next week, week six, is the week that Colton jumps the fence. So the We've anticipation. Yes, everyone's. That's the other stuff that I've been seeing on Twitter is people like, but Colton, when do you <laughs> jump the fence? And he posted a teaser on Twitter with like a gif of him jumping the fence and it says next week in all caps. I think it probably will have to do with the Onyeka and Nicole stuff. Probably. Because like Elise just left. He's like he's yeah. under a lot of emotional stress. A right lot's now. happening. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that will happen, hopefully. I hope. <laughs> I'm just I'm just like so sick of seeing those trailers too. I wanna watch him hurdle that fence so bad. <laughs> <laughs> but also another thing is that Demi says she fights someone. Yeah, I don't. She was know like, who, "I'm gonna have to fight someone." I don't know who her newest <laughs> also, target is. But also, I think Demi like not actually gonna fight. I hope. No, I don't think no. so either. But like, who? <laughs> like, yeah. who do you want to yeah. fight? I also think I think there will be a rose ceremony. I mean, they can't oh, yeah. go that long without one. And I think I think my two people I think will go home will be Nicole and Onyeka. Nicole, I think he's Onyeka. over it, and he wants like this drama to stop so bad that he's just gonna squash it and be like. If you guys are going to be catty, you're out. They said that there's 12 girls right now, so how many do you think are going to go home? I think three. Or four. I'd probably say three. It's a lot of options. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say three because then next week he can send home three and then be at four for Mm. um, hometowns. Mm. Who do you think is going home? If it's Nicole and Onyeka, who do you think is the third? I think it's Karpa. I don't think they have a connection. Yeah, you barely see her. You barely see her. That's true. She seems awesome, like a really cool, fun girl. Yeah, and like obviously, I, like I think that he wanted to get to know her because she's been around for so long and traveled with them and stuff. But I don't think yeah. that they're gonna get there just because he has multiple other relationships that are already so far ahead. Yeah, yeah. I think he's gonna kind of get rid of the people who aren't as far along yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm also kind of thinking, this is terrible. What's the the dancer with the Dark hair. Oh. What's her name? Not like Stacy okay. or anything Sierra? like that. Yeah, she's the one I barely see, too. Sydney. Yeah. Sydney, yes. I think Sydney, I don't know. It, from what we've seen, Sydney looks a little bit further along than Kerpa, but still 
kind of insignificant. You can hear the typing. That's why. Oh, yeah. Keep Say it again. Okay. You're good. Yeah, it's Sydney. Um, I think another possible person who could be going home really soon is Sydney. She seems to have more of a connection with Colton than Kerpa, but mm. just from what we've seen so far. But I still don't think that she's anywhere near the likes of, you know, Kaylin and Cassie and Hannah G. And no. That. And then I think that that, that Demi will be there until hometowns. Yeah, when things start to get more serious, I think she'll... Yeah, she'll I think they're... Out. Yeah, and I think the producers are really going to want to go to Red Oak, Texas and see <laughs> where I'm from. But I think they're really going to want to take Colton with Demi to see where this bold personality comes from. Wait, you and think she's going to go to hometowns? I think he's going to go to her... Go to Demi's hometown. I think... Okay. Is it her mom in prison? Yeah. <laughs> yes. So I think that that is going to have... They're going to want to like play on that storyline. I and think they would have teased it. I think they would have teased it more. I don't him think like so. going no. to visit a prison. Yeah. I Are you don't kidding me? The prison. I think I they know. visit her hometown, and I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I think they're gonna want to take Colton to a small town in Texas, and especially with how she plays up her hometown. I don't think so. I don't think okay, so. Okay. So who do you think the top four for hometowns are gonna be? Kaylin, Hannah G, Cassie, and Tasha. Maybe actually. I no, agree. Yeah. I think there's no way because once you get to the final four is when it's like seriously like okay these are four women that I could like marry yeah so which Hannah do you think he's gonna go with Hannah G or Hannah, Hannah B? G the one who he gave the first impression yeah. yeah so you think he's gonna let Hannah B go after she's the first person to tell him that she's falling in love with him yeah that totally yeah. yeah yeah I totally think so I, I don't think her, she's sincere I also just don't think I don't know. I think that, like, they have an attraction to each other, but it's one of those things where, like, they would date for, like, six months, maybe eight, and then break up. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't seem like a la- last. Yeah, exactly. It seems like such a shallow attraction. That, yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, that th- she doesn't have the, like, the draw and, like, the story to him that, like, mm-hmm. you know, Kaylin and Cassie and Hannah G do. Yeah. And that's the thing is that it's not like there aren't super amazing girls, but it's just that at this point in the season, it's about the, it's where about the your relationship's relationship. at. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good note to end on. Cool. (laughs) So stay tuned for more Bachelor podcasts as the season kind of starts to wind down. I think we're kind of at the halfway point, maybe. I don't know. You can listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, the Daily Emerald homepage, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Sarah Rosa Davies. I'm Becca Robbins. I'm Alexandra Radafera. Thanks for listening.